Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don't forget you can Venmo us at any time. Stop it. Oh. Have you been on Twitter lately? Unfortunately. You want to tell everybody what's going on? Elon Musk had a Elon Musk had a tweet um, an hour ago that just kind of like came up on the main page, and it says impersonating others is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was one hour ago, <laughs> but in it he had changed his name on Twitter to Harry B O L Z. Oh my god! And I just think. You know, he's in charge of Twitter and Tesla for that matter. And he's someone's dad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What to hey, at say. least he brought the birdie back. Oh, the doge is gone. Yeah, yep. the bird is back. Yes. He is. It's really bizarre how he's treating Twitter. He's, I'm sure he's got some grand point to it all that at least makes sense in his head, maybe not in everybody else's, but just doing some weird things like changing it to the dogecoin and then yeah i don't making know making that stock go up huh. and then changing his name like you just did today just like some weird stuff huh. i'd like to get him mike <clears throat> yeah could you reach out yeah on twitter okay to elon musk okay. and just dm him or whatever yep and see if just say like hey there is no reason ever that you should be on our Small Midwest radio show. Okay. But would you like to come on? Here's our number. Cool. No, right. no, he might call. One now, of these days, we're going to take a call cold on the air, and he's going to be on the other end. Oh, my God. And I'm going to be like, I have no idea what to say to you. Um, Did you see this? This Dalai Lama cl- the, the, uh, tweet? No. Uh-oh. Now we're just getting lost on what Twitter's offering <laughs> up to us. Dolly, okay. So this is from nine hours ago, and it says... This is from his official account, and it says a video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. Then jumps right to His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras, he regrets the incident. Damn it. What? This is what happens when you don't watch the news the night before. <laughs> oh, whoa. There's a weird CNN headline. Yeah. What does it say? It, it says, Dalai Lama apologizes after video asking child to suck his tongue sparks outcry. What? That's on CNN. Yeah, the young man is sitting kind of in his lap, and there he's just like, again, this is in public at some event, and he's like, I, I don't know the context at all of what's going on here, the context of this, but uh, he kind of puts his head next to the young boy like he was going to give him a kiss, and then he pulls back and sticks his tongue out, and I don't know. 
Oh, that's what the no. apolo- that's what the apology apology was for. Wow! It says the 87 year old spiritual leader then invites the boy on stage and points to his cheek and says, first here," prompting the boy to give him a hug and a kiss. The Dalai Lama then points to his lips and says, "Then I think finally here also." He then pulls the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth, and then he says, "And suck my tongue." Okay. He says after a few seconds poking his tongue out, the identity of the boy is not known. Uh, he was at an event with the M3M Foundation, the philanthropic arm of the Indian real estate company M3M Group. Uh, okay, all right. I'm getting off of Twitter. <laughs> See, this is a very slippery slope. Yikes! Jennifer Garner has never seen a Ben Affleck meme. And they said we couldn't shift. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I blew up. Uh, have you guys? I don't even know what they're talking oh, yeah. about. Oh, yeah. The, like, where he always just looks downtrodden, just like despair. The one where he's got the cigarette in his hand, he's looking up in the air like, oh. Like, I don't that's think the I've most... seen it. Oh, okay. I, yeah, we'll, I'll post it here. All right. Oh, you will? Yeah, okay, I great. One. Yep. All right. All right. That's all. Uh, Mike, you yes. went and saw Air Speaking over the of weekend. Him, yeah, I did. Unbelievable. Here you go. I just uh, gave you a look oh, at it. You. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, really? One of one of my favorite uh, movie going experiences in a long time. So this was one with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, yep. and it's about their the Nike's pursuit of getting Michael Jordan exactly. to be an endorsement, like a, a client of theirs. Yep. Right. Yep. So uh, yeah, Matt Damon's performance, Jason Bateman, both unbelievably good. Viola Davis plays Michael Jordan's mother, which is just sensational. She does oh, yeah. Viola Davis things. I mean, she's just <laughs> yeah, so she's amazing. And uh, I would say the only, and, but I mean, the nostalgia that this movie has was incredible because all of the music, every song, everything in it is from like that, because it's set in 1984. It's uh-huh. right after Jordan was drafted. Right. So they know he was the third pick and they're basically deciding okay where are we going to put our money where's our basketball department going to put its money into which which star Got and it. they were trying to determine oh are we going to spread it amount uh, amongst a few different players because at this time most people don't realize when Michael Jordan signed that deal with Nike they were a distant third. Right. Converse had all of the biggest NBA stars. Adidas was the cool, you know, rappers were wearing Adidas. Everybody had the Adidas track suits. So yeah. they had a huge market share. Converse had the biggest market share. Nike was just a running shoe for white people, basically, is how it was being described right. as, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was like, nobody's going to wear that. Michael Jordan's not going to wear anything like that. This is ridiculous. And then this tells that story. So Okay. All right. Th- I, the- this sounds really good. It's not a sports movie. It's very much, you know, is it like funny? A, Oh my goodness, is it ever? It is okay. so funny. The only pr- the one thing and there's like it's rated R and uh, I uh, for for uh, language reasons, reasons. Oh, very okay. very much because of language, but I sure. think like 90% of the reasons rated R was one phone conversation with Michael Jordan's agent and oh, Matt really? Damon's character. If it wasn't for that one conversation, they could probably have gotten away with PG-13. Oh, okay, <laughs> but gotcha. it is very aggressive. The only thing I will say is I love this movie, but it, 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 speaking of Ben Affleck, it, for some reason with him, like his movies are great. I like the pace of his movies. He always keeps things going. Yep. You're moving on to the next scene. You're not spending too much time in one area. He does a really good job of that. This movie feels like it flows really, really well. He playing Phil Knight 
just feels like Matt Damon or Matt uh, Ben Affleck playing Phil Knight. I don't know. For some reason. And maybe it's just because Ben Affleck is like all the memes now and with him and J-Lo and all this stuff. You just see such a big star as Ben Affleck is. But you didn't get that as much with Matt Damon. Never, no. I feel like he becomes, I don't know. I just always feel like he becomes his characters. And this one's no no different. He put on a lot of weight for this performance. um, And uh, he just really owned this role and i really loved him in this movie so phil knight he he was like a he had a bad temper right am i thinking of the right guy i don't know if you are um, i don't know if it bad temper he was just he was definitely like kind of an eccentric you know billionaire he yeah. had all this money yeah. and then they were like oh no this uh you need a tiny little oh. chunk of this to you know invest in this basketball department and he didn't really want to do that and it was kind of trying to get Got him to it. open up a little bit the budget I'm so think who am i thinking of i'm thinking of a coach a coach. Phil Knight. You're thinking oh, of no, no. He's th- she's thinking of Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. There you go. Who threw chairs? Yes. Yes. You're I think okay. occasionally hit players, stuff like that. Got it. All you know, right. back in the days when cars used to come with ashtrays, <laughs> coaches <laughs> were just pushing true. kids and whipping true. chairs out. Yep. Yep. Well, he was. You could probably smoke right on court on the court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I saw a guy at the foul line once. He was like, "Well, oh, oh my god, <laughs> how many times during like baseball games did you see people in the dugout?" I remember seeing Keith Hernandez during the World Mm -hmm. Series smoking a cigarette in the dugout. Plus, now you can have a dip in, right? Absolutely. Can't you still? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you you watch Brooks Koepka yesterday? Oh, did he have a fat dip in there? Oh, he was. He always does. Yeah. He was walking across a bridge spitting. I'm like, I can't imagine the golf and the Masters purists are appreciating him just spitting his chew everywhere around the course. Yeah, and they're feeling like it's symbolic of how he feels about golf history and the lineage of the game and all of that. Very entertaining day at the Masters yesterday. Yes, it was. Phil Mickelson storming into second place. Who came in first? John Rahm. John Rahm. Um, He's from Spain, and it was his second major win. But he's really, he's, he's a hot golfer. He has been trending upward. But you know what's funny? Um, very, very brief sports talk is Brooks Kepka, who came in a tie for a second with Phil Mickelson. We saw him at the practice round. He was playing with Rory McIlroy. And Rory's a, a PGA guy. Brooks is a live guy. And I thought, ooh, this is interesting that they're playing together. They were yucking it up the whole time. Nice. Seemed perfectly chummy. But Brooks Kepka was throwing darts at the green. It was just like, oh, that's a great shot. That's a great shot. So we left there thinking, Wow, Brooks Kepka, in just like the four holes that we saw him play on, we were like, he looks really good. Turns out he was really good this weekend, but just not good enough. Okay. All right. When we return, we have got a uh, couple of studies. This is kind of fun. We're doing it's kind of a retro episode because we're looking back a lot um, on childhood and things we grew yes, up with. Yes, car so now, rides, all of that. Donna found a study of dumb rules that parents had for kids. <laughs> God, so I, I did not look at this list because oh, I wanted to go in blind. Uh, so we'll do that all together. When we return, it's Don and Steve on my top. Hey guys, it's me, Donna, for Spire Credit Union with 22 locations now. Um, you know, I know you've probably seen a branch in your neighborhood or a billboard telling you that one is nearby. I happen to be a member of Spire with a share savings account. But you know what? They also offer money market savings, free checking, plus all the convenience services. Free, by the way. And I'm talking about things like digital banking, a mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, mobile banking, and... And more. And oh, by the way, when it comes to loans, they have low rates at Spire. Let's talk auto loans, new or used vehicles. Spire gets the loan done fast and they'll get you more car for your money. But wait! 
There's more. Spire offers extended warranty plans with much better coverage and lower cost than the dealer. For me, it's Spire Credit Union. You can apply today. Just go to myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Well, we're feeling a little nostalgic today, so we found this list on BuzzFeed, like weird rules that people's parents had for them. Like, did you guys have any weird rules? Like, you can't drink anything until you're done eating or anything to, like, that effect. Like, weird stuff that made no sense. Yeah, I feel like maybe we had, like, the, you know, you have to f- finish your plate thing, um, which I guess is makes sense. You have to ask to be excused from the table. Sure. I don't think that's weird. I think that's, like, teaching you manners. You know? You know, yes and no. When you really think about it, you don't ever ask for that as an adult. I guess but, not. But there is a parental authority child. And listen, children are uh, psychotic. And so then they're other, just running around and jumping. We don't say that they have to ask to be excused. I more often were like, you guys need to sit down. You need to come sit back down. Sit down. Do not get up until the meal is finished. Am I clear? Oh, wow. Until the last person's finished eating? No, until, like, you're finished. Like, oh, finish eating your food instead of running around. These children. What are they doing? Just running like, and just going, la, 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 Yes. There have been times that I've wanted to record what's happening <gasps> at my house and just send it to you. To say, knowing that you're probably sitting on a couch with a glass of Chardonnay in hand. Just nice, quiet, peaceful <laughs> evening. Birds chirping in the background. Like I said, sometimes I'm getting to the point as a dad where sometimes maybe this is a weird rule. I just say, guys, let's all just be quieter. Let's just do let's do two minutes of just nobody saying anything. Let's just feel silence again. Don't you miss you know it? what you need to do is you have to penalize them every time someone speaks. <laughs> like we're gonna go two whole minutes without any noise. My mom tricked us. We would play who broke the cookie jar or who broke the sugar bowl. Huh. First person to speak broke it. You ever play that oh, as a cute. kid? I guess we didn't call it that. We called it, let's see who could be quiet the longest. Okay. <laughs> and then some smart ass would always go, I lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's, now that I've got your attention. Right. Everybody anyway, so on BuzzFeed, there is a list that was compiled um, about weird rules you had when you were growing up. Okay. So here are some of the highlights. A mom told her kids not to cover their mouth when they coughed or sneezed because she didn't want their hands to get dirty. Okay, hand over your mom card. No, no, she's right. You need to cough into your elbow. Okay, I bet this is pre- The crick of your weenus. Yeah, your uh, elbow pit. Yeah, that's probably a better way to say it. (laughs) Yeah, we we only recently learned that in the past like 10 years or so. I'm assuming these are, you know, things from the 80s. Hey, Vera. I just assumed that with no information to back it up. Thank you. That doesn't feel like a slippery slope. <laughs> uh, one kid wasn't allowed. I know people who couldn't use the word fart. Sure. A lot of people like to swap out fart. I don't let my children fluff. use the. I don't like fluff, fluff people, at all. Lots of people say fluff. Oh, did you Oops, make? Oops, I fluffed. Oh, barf! 
They fart instead of fluff. Oh, my gosh. We'd say I made a bonbon. What? <laughs> uh, Pappy made a ho-ho. I mean, what are we doing here, guys? Maybe we just need to call it farting. It just sounds vulgar. Vulgar is too strong. It just sounds nasty. Yeah, I get it. It's Listen, icky. I outlawed, outlawed another F word in our house, and that's fine. You can't respond. Sure. To, to oh, mom and dad and by said saying sure. fine. Forgot. You're not allowed to say sure. No, either. I feel like you can say sure. Is, I'm positive your wife about not sure. like sure? She doesn't like it when I, when she says, "Can you stop at Target on the way home and pick up blah?" If I respond sure, she feels that that's like dismissive. Like sure. All like right. pff, whereas your eyes. I'm saying it like sure, sure, not a problem. Yeah, sure. Um, fine is a word that I don't like because I feel like the word fine. If your children, hey, I, I can you please go pick up your backpack? Fine. I feel like that root that word is rooted in disrespect. Yeah, I agree. So that's an F word that they're not allowed to say. I get it. Okay. Uh, the other ones are fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, one kid's mom thought drinking more than one glass of water a day would dilute the nutrients in their body. So after one glass, they had to switch to 7-Up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'll do it. That, that's a real fun. nutrient sponge. Um, a guy's parents still forced his bedtime when he was in his 20s. Wow. So he partied at a friend's house for his 21st birthday and had to call his dad at 8 to say he was going to bed. Oh my. He secretly stayed up later. Wow, that's scary and controlling. Um, one kid's very religious parents hey. wouldn't let them watch SpongeBob SquarePants because they thought <laughs> the holes in his body would induce lustful thoughts. The holes in SpongeBob's body. Wow, that's Yeah. Hmm. There's some uh Christian parents and I say this, don't email me as a Christian, so just chill out. But man, who are like, uh-oh, I see the devil in that cartoon. We weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up. Really? Yeah. Well, it also has, a, like, irreverence to it. Sure, yeah. with yeah. the kids. And- I, I know some families who have, like, feelings about, like, Harry Potter. I don't want them to be a sorcerer. Weird. A girl's mom made her friends wear socks in the swimming pool because she was paranoid everyone had planter warts. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Okay, lady. Uh, okay, a girl's mom took the don't swim after eating rule to the extreme. She had to wait at least 30 minutes to take a bath (laughs) after eating. (laughs) She didn't realize it was weird until she was an adult. I think that whole swimming thing is is dumb. Yeah, I think you're right. I also think you can swallow gum and you'll crap it out today, everybody. You think this so? This seven-year bull crap? What do you think? I've got, like, one of those Seattle wharf walls where people just come and stick gum in there, and then every seventh <laughs> year... God, wharf wall. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, and that's, that's funny. It's insanity. It's yeah. insanity. That's not how food works. There's not a special gum compartment. Yeah, good And point. I'm not a doctor, but that's got to be true. I am going to look it up. I'm not going to lie. All right. uh, we're going to play Cover Story. Yay! When we come back, it's uh, Rocco Clocko that's coming up next. You're listening to Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, it is DJ Rock Lobster for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I endorse Crescent Tide because my mom, still around, saw her yesterday for Easter, uh, is a client of Crescent Tide because she, like a lot of people, I think, um, prefer a simple cremation when it is that time. Um, because of a lot of reasons. One, um, it's inexpensive. At Crescent Tide, simple cremations start at just $800. Two, a lot of people want a celebration of life that is relevant to them. 
And for a lot of people, my mom included, uh, a funeral home, sort of a stuffy, uptight situation where everybody's parading around looking at you. That's never been something my mom has wanted to do. She wants a simple cremation and then a nice little dinner to celebrate her. Um, And that's uh, what is going to happen someday. And when it does happen and when my sister and I are grieving, we won't even have to pay for it because she pre-planned and pre-paid for it. It's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning. Look at their Google reviews and see what Crescent Tide does when a death in the family occurs. Thank you. All right, get in here. Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the show. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. So your favorite movie's getting a uh, sequel. Russell Crowe was in Gladiator. I think Gladiator is a masterpiece. Okay. I've talked about it before and been made fun of because of the zeal that comes out when I talk about that. I wonder if you should go back and watch it and see if it still holds up or if it just kind of looks like, you know. Donna. Fake. No, it doesn't look like claymation like you're kind of showing me right now. It doesn't look like Godzilla. I just watched it two years ago. I came in the next day, waxed poetic about it on the air, called it a masterpiece. Oh, we laughed so hard. And you guys really made fun of me. Because it was like, I'm the Maximus Abduscalus. All right, whatever. Anyway, I love that movie. I'm Maximus Gluteus. No, no, you didn't say Gluteus. Russell Crowe's character dies in Gladiator. Sorry, that's what happens. Oh, did Joaquin Phoenix kill him? It's not a trick question. I just asked. No, I know. Now I'm thinking about how he died. Yeah. At the end of the movie. He did? Hmm. No, but but was it? Oh, was that? Yes. Oh, yes. The Mm -hmm. yes. Oh. Did he do it himself? No. Did Joaquin? Joaquin. But there's, I, look, we don't have to. There's a great scene when Russell Crowe faces Joaquin Phoenix's character. Joaquin Phoenix's character at this point, Donna, thinks he's dead. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander yeah. of the armies of the North, general of the Phoenix. Loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Yes! Father to a murdered son. Come on. Husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance yes! in this life or the next. Okay. The very little hair that I have is standing, standing up. Standing up, right? Yes, I Dude, love that scene, come on, bro. <laughs> so you know good. what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of Princess Bride, where he's like, "You killed my father. You must die." That. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. My name is... Is that a spoof on this? No, because Princess Bride came out first. Mm. And I don't think Gladiator was trying to spoof Princess <laughs> Bride during this critical okay. scene. You must die. But Donna, oh gosh, such a moving movie. It's a masterpiece, everybody. All right, I'll go back and watch it. I still haven't watched Braveheart. You know, I haven't watched it since the time I was a kid. It just looked too hard to watch. I like, think too- I would like it. I know there's a like scene it hurt where hurt my heart too much. There's something with like a lamb shanks situation, and then a guy's face gets squashed like a grape. And I remember that it's like a ball and chain, a guy laying in bed, and I think as my childhood brain remembers it, his face gets squashed like a grape. Hmm. Then you might like Cocaine Bear. <sighs> I thought you were just going <laughs> to say cocaine, Donna. This one's for you. Thank you. My name is Inigo Montoya. 
You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yes! That's it. Epic. Thank you. We should do a double feature. Princess Diaries. Not Princess Diaries. Whatever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What's the name of that one? Dodger the Giant movie? Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Anybody want a peanut? Wait, wait, don't do the soup thing yet. Oh, right. Because I have to tell you why we're talking about Russell Crowe. The sequel's coming out, and he said he is a little jealous that he doesn't get to be in it. But he's got good vibes about it. He said, I was a much younger man, obviously, and it was a huge experience in my life. It's something that changed my life, really. It changed the way people regarded me and what I do for a living. It's true. You don't always get that kind of longevity with every film you do, so it obviously holds a special place in my heart. Come down for okay. Moose Soup after! It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's mac and cheese! It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be! If you're soup hungry, soup is soup, so now soup is a thing. Soup is big. Soup of the day! I hope it's split pea. Lots of emails. People want Tons Brian's recipe about. Split pea soup. What if he doesn't have a soup? I bet there's no soup. There's a soup. There's gotta be a soup. There's never not been a soup. Not be Upper cafeteria, in- please leave a message. Oh, please really? leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. So you run one half marathon, and from what I heard, you ran slash walked it. Mm-hmm. And then you just don't pick up your phone. What the heck, man? What's your problem? What's your deal, man? You think, what, are you working some Chicago kitchen now? Because you went to Chicago for a half marathon one time? We want Coney dogs tomorrow. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's not a I thing. I don't know, but I like this That would be Coney Island. Line. All right, let's do some, like... What kind of soup do we want tomorrow? Split pea. Uh, God. You know that Nashville thing he made was really good last week. I didn't get that. Oh, it was fantastic. And I didn't get the lobster bisque on Friday. Me either. Oh, crime. Oh, Pete. man. Anyway, well, Brian. Whatever. We're done with you. Yeah, don't forget to contribute to your 401k. All right? Bye. Hey, hang on. Bye. Bye. I'll read some emails. All right. Uh, Shelly says, my dad used to smoke in the car. When I was 18, I put cigarette loads into his in his cigarettes. Because they, they used to make him go loaded. Needless to say, it wasn't the best way to start a vacation. What's a cigarette load? I think you used to put the, it looked like a little piece of a toothpick you would put in and it would make your cigarette pop. Oh. Like, you know, people would do it to trick their friends. Also, my friend had a Chevette that you could see the ground in the front passenger seat. It sure allowed the water to come in fast when we got stuck in a flash flood. Yikes. Damn. Let's see here. Yeah, lots of rusted out. This is bottoms. This, this is right. Dell Dell is a good guess about um, maybe things that won't exist in the future in cars. Uh, car keys. Yeah, they're Use your already iPhone to kind auto of start a, your vehicle. Love it. You know, uh, or Face ID maybe in the car, or a passcode, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. My parents told me the ice cream truck treats. We were talking about weird rules that parents have for kids. My parents told me the ice cream truck treats would give a person the trots. <laughs> Does that mean like the runs? Yeah. What you know? I want to see more ice cream trucks just coming into the neighborhood, not go into a park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just randomly, like wah, getting kids excited. 
The ice cream truck. The yeah. ice cream truck. Very Mom, fun. Mom. We have an ice cream truck that frequents our neighborhood and the surrounding it. streets. And the, it is, it's still the same thing. You hear it from a distance. And then the kids are suddenly running, getting money, buttering around in the house, going up to their piggy banks and all that. Oh, so cute! And our ice cream truck is pretty advanced. It accepts Dogecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Cream Coin, which is their own currency. Not to be confused with Cream Corn, which they'll also sometimes accept as payment. <laughs> we also had a fruit guy come by. Like really? a guy would have fruits and vegetables on the back of his, like the flatbed of his truck, and he'd be like. You know, fresh corn, <laughs> really? watermelon. He would just yell in the middle of a busy street like he'd be pulled over, but just wow. yelling. I bought a bonsai tree out of the back of a pickup truck once really? in San Diego. How's that going for you? It died yeah. very Mine shortly after. Like a week after I got it. I'm like, I give up. Don't you like to envision, though, since it looks like such an old mature tree you like to envision like if little people were around there yes in it as well oh i want to hang little ornaments off of it wow what a journey i've always wanted like a little poly pocket sized person that i could just have like in my pocket just oh. a tiny 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 person i could get you one where i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna leave now all right see you tomorrow